Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Yeah. Let's pump it up. Come on, man. Happy, happy trash talking Tuesday. Thanks to Florence Recycling. It is 6.08. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Thank you for tuning in. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. I'm going to the skin doctor today. Not that you care about that. It's a reminder. Get your skin checked. We live in Florida. Get it done. Too many people let that go. It hurts them. It kills them. And we can avoid it. So get your skin checked today. Well, I mean, they'll just strip down for anybody. Make sure it's a qualified individual. Yeah, otherwise, uh, sometimes law enforcement frowns yeah. on in public, you know. Yeah, don't go streaking. No, no. Anyway, um, so we've got a couple of top stories. One of them is this ruling, New York ruling against Trump. Unbelievable oh over the top. Goodness. Yeah, and we'll dig into that a little bit further and its ramifications. Could have really far-reaching negative impacts on the whole business community. Mm-hmm. I, we'll get into that. Uh, but locally, uh, there is a public hearing today at 2 p.m. at the McPherson Auditorium at 601 Southeast 25th Avenue in Ocala. And they are going to be talking about the expansion of Jumbo Lair. A lot of people concerned about that. Um so that meeting, once again, is today at 2 p.m. In other words, they don't really want working people there. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, okay, mm-hmm. let's, yeah, let's, why not 2 o'clock? Yeah, so if you yeah. got to pick up kids from school or anything else, it's oh, just, yeah. okay. All right, so, but I, I know there's a lot of concerned folks, and they're going to weigh in on, on that deal. But back to Trump. Former President Donald Trump must pay nearly half a billion dollars as a bond to New York State before he can appeal. You pay, sucker. And if you appeal, well, then we'll talk about that. But you're going to pay first. This was the outrageous, I mean, beyond any doubt, crazy witch hunt over the top ruling using the judicial system to hurt a political enemy of the Democrats. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. There's no other way to look at it. And I'll explain why. First of all, he's got to come up with a bond that'll cover $450 million because you got to pay with interest. So the fine was $354 billion. It'll come up to over four hundred fifty. Amazing. Now, here's the, here's the problem. Trump literally just literally is the only person ever 
to be sued under this obscure New York fraud statute that, by the way, apparently does not require any harm be done. What? Like, who, well, yeah. Who would bring yeah. a, a lawsuit? Mm-hmm. Who would do that? Usually it's the damaged party like, hey, uh, Trump lied. We gave him this low interest loan and, uh, you know, he didn't pay it back. So, uh, you know, we want him punished for not paying it back. And we want him punished because he lied about how much his other properties were worth. Well, first of all, he Hmm. paid everything back. All banks are happy. There's no issues with the banks at all. Okay, so no harm was done. There is no injured party. Very rare is there a law like that that, you know, you don't have an injured party, but yet we're going to drag you into court and we can fine you at, I guess, any amount that they want to. They really can. I mean, any amount. And it's not a trial by a jury of your peers. It's just a judge. This Arthur Engeron, who clearly hates Republicans and really hates Donald Trump. Who, who early on, it was pretty much a given, okay, you're guilty. Now we're going to do this just to see how much we are going to charge you. Well, and it all started so. when Attorney General Letitia James, when she was running for office, mm-hmm. promised to get Trump. Can you imagine? You don't hold the office yet. Right. You're going to get Trump, but you haven't looked at any of the legal documents, you don't even know if he broke the law. It doesn't matter. Wow. I'm going to get him. And that's how far they had to go was to find this bizarre, obscure kind of a law that nobody, literally nobody's ever used, ever. And they use it on Trump and fine him over $350 million. And it goes further. It's like he can't do business in New York he can't be like the CEO. He can't do business with banks. You mean like, for like where three everything years? is based on in Trump Enterprises? Yeah, yes. And is it is this the same one where they changed the statute of limitations, or was that a, one of the no? Other that was crazy a di- that was the one where it's Eugene Carroll oh, could yeah, that's sue even not remembering the the time or the yeah. date of an alleged attack. It's hard to keep track. 20, I mean, 30, 40 years ago, whatever. Federal it was. level, state level, out of state level. I mean, it's been crazy. So Letitia James, you know, when she, no one's above the law was like what she said. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it sounds like you're above the law. Yeah. Sounds like this judge is a whack job. Well, oh my goodness. he is. And this is the only such case in the history of the state. And you have to pay before you can appeal? Yep. That'd be like spending a life in prison before you could appeal your life in prison sentence. Uh, yeah. I mean, normally... While things are yeah. taking place, and wow. again, this is a civil. It's not like you know he's a mass murderer. I'm surprised they haven't come up. They with haven't that come yet. up with yeah. that yet. Yeah. Under New York law, Trump cannot appeal this ruling without depositing the full amount, including interest, in a court account. Even for Trump, 455 million is hard to come by. Likewise, a wow. bond would require a company to guarantee payment for a defendant who has been barred from doing business in New York and is facing the need to liquidate much of his portfolio. So how does oh, he, he how does he liquidate? How does he do business when yeah. he's not allowed to do business? How can he pay the fine? I mean, they're they're doing anything wow. they can to make this uh, ridiculously difficult. Talk about tying your hands. That's crazy. 
Nothing, and this is Jonathan Turley, who's a great constitutionalist, nothing succeeds like access for judges like Engeron. By imposing this astronomical figure, he can make it difficult or impossible for a defendant to appeal, absent declaring bankruptcy or selling off assets at distressed prices. The excessive fine and its base basis raise serious statutory and constitutional questions. Many of us Many of us believe that it should be substantially reduced or tossed out entirely. Engeron also refused to allow Trump to mount any defense, declaring Trump guilty via summary judgment for the state. So you don't have trial by your peers, but yet this can completely obliterate uh, your life's work. Because all the Democrats in the judicial system hate Trump in New York. And when he would try to go, hey, look, look at some evidence here like... The, the cover sheet on the deals that shows, hey, we know what the values are, but you need to do your homework, could not even say anything about that. They wouldn't allow that, I guess, as evidence, which I don't see how you could. It was a, wow. a document yeah. that, that said, you know, these are what we think the values are. You must do your due diligence as wow. we know they do. Banks have entire departments that that's all they do is check the a- assets and uh, and and what the uh, person asking for a loan has. I it's just it's crazy. I mean, absolutely. Crazy. And it's obvious that it's a political witch hunt, and this is not good for the entire nation. Yeah. But the lefties are blind to it because their hatred for him is just blind hatred. Six sixteen on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy in the house. Uh, more about Trump. And more about Nikki Haley and what she thinks coming up on News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Sean Hannity. Republicans better get their act together. I don't see any work on legal ballot harvesting. Weekdays, 3 p.m. By the time November comes along, they better be able to match in states the way the Democrats have been using those methods. On 97.3 The Sky. Happy Trash Talking Tuesday. Thanks to Florence Recycling. Rise and shine. Let's pump it up, my friends. And remember, you get the Bob Rose Show on your Alexa first thing in the morning. Catch up on the latest news. When you get up, just tell your smart speaker, play 97.3 The Sky. And there you go. All right. Top story. Trump left to pay about half a billion dollars before he can even appeal. Locally, in Ocala, public uh, hearing today, 2 p.m. McPherson Auditorium. And that will have to deal with the possible expansion of Jumbo Lair. People are concerned about what that would mean uh, for the community overall. So you've got you've got that going on. All right. Also, um, remember the two hundred thousand dollar check that I think it was Comer, James Comer, showed that it went from uh, hmm. James Biden mm-hmm. to his brother Joe. And he says repayment for a loan. Okay. Right. right. Um, apparently, this kind of is resurfacing again. Hmm. Yeah. A new report detailing how uh, James Biden leaned heavily on his family's influence to promote a now defunct hospital chain targeted by the Department of Justice for fraud. According to a report Sunday by Politico, James centered his consulting work for AmeriCorps, a company that operated rural hospitals, on his leverage as a member of the Biden family. But those connections never materialized. 
into more financing for the company before it ultimately collapsed. Now, Fox reported last year that AmeriCorps loaned James, okay, mm-hmm. approximately $600,000 on the promise that his name could bring in funding from the Middle East. Hmm. Okay. On the same day, 200000 of that 600000 was transferred to James' personal bank account, prompting him to write Joe Biden, his brother, a $200,000 check from the same account. Politico said that this, its investigation of James' work for AmeriCorps, quote, did not find that Joe Biden involved himself in the firm or took actions on its behalf, unquote. But the president, uh, quote, did benefit indirectly from his brother's work with the firm, citing the $200,000 payment. Now, the White House has consistently denied that the money was anything other than repayment for a loan Biden previously gave James as a private citizen and redacted Hmm. bank records appear to show a $200,000 payment made to James just weeks earlier from a bank account belonging to Biden. However, Republicans on the House Oversight Committee have emphasized the payment, whether alone or not, demonstrates one way that Biden personally benefited from his family's shady influence peddling of his name and access to him. So, yeah, it exposes them uh, another angle on that check. Hmm. But again... Is this going to be, is, you know what I mean? Yeah. Will this really come to fruition? No. In all likelihood, not. Even though the mountain of evidence is damning. And if it was against an average citizen, uh, yeah. Yeah, there would, ab- there would absolutely be a case. Or Donald Trump. Well, yeah, that's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, if you're on the inside, you're in the party that right now has power. Mm-hmm. You have exactly that, a lot of power. And if you're not, if you're a political enemy of that very powerful uh, political party, you better look out. Well, look at the documents cases. I mean, talk about night and day. Yeah. Oh, as far as the difference taking between, care yes. of the documents, security yes. and such. And and just the results of, of going after Donald Trump where, you know, well, Joe's just a senile old dude. So, yeah, he's just a nice elderly man yeah. who has some memory issues. Yeah. Nothing no, but, to see here. Nah. All right, so Trump's got to pay before he can even appeal. That's going to be hard to do because he's not allowed to do business in New York. How do you sell properties? How do you run your company? (laughs) You you can't. How do you come up with that? I don't know. You can't even do business with the New York banks. He's prohibited by this, by by not the court's ruling. I mean, yes, it's the court, but by a single judge. Hmm. It's crazy and i don't know that appeal necessarily would help i think that on the appeals court i don't know at that level but there's probably that's probably stacked with democrats too i mean it's it's new york hmm. hey bill maher he uh he's uh spoke out on his um you know his hbo show and he said look uh the establishment media these folks their election coverage on donald trump he he's not adolf hitler And he said that everyone has to stop turning the hyperbole knob up to 11. And then he played a clip of uh, Sean Hannity saying every single thing uh, you can think of is worse under Joe Biden. And so, you know, he didn't like that, apparently. But 
He didn't like the way that the media has gone after Trump. Yep. Hmm. Well, this I can tell you. Anybody who does a lot of business in New York or owns businesses in New York, uh, this should have a very chilling effect on those folks. Because Mm. if it can happen to Donald Trump, you realize that if you become a political enemy, that they can do similar things to you. I wonder if more and more businesses are going to move out of the Big Apple. I think that's probably what will happen. 628 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. We've got a lot more to talk about, including that Kansas City shooting and who was behind it. Who were the perps? Am I allowed to say that? Who were the thugs? Run, row. Watch it. Be careful. News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Trending right now on The Sky. We executed our constitutional duty, impeaching Secretary Mayorkas. It's now time for the Senate to do its duty. The allegations are false. As it happens, failure to support Ukraine at this critical moment will never be forgotten. This bill was never really about securing our border, but about securing another's country's border. The news station. Inflation. Prices are still too high. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Tuesday. What's going on with America? Because everyone knows it's ridiculous. You got game? game? It's a mess. Here we go. What do you want to start with? Brought to you by Florence Recycling. It's time to clean it up. Satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back. This is Trash Talking Tuesday. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Oh, happy, happy day. Not just any day. It's a Trash Talking Tuesday thanks to Florence Recycling. It is 638. Thank you for tuning in to the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. Live and loco, baby. Here we are. All right. uh, Lots of things to talk about. The blowback from that Trump ruling. It is crazy. He's got to pay nearly half a billion dollars when you consider the the fines and the interest. Yeah, $450 He's got to somehow liquidate 
put that into a bond before he can even appeal the case. Wow. Yeah. Amazing. And, you know, the fallout from it is going to be incredible. Now, the Shark Tank, you know, Kevin O'Leary, mm-hmm. uh, he said, uh, look, <laughs> this is going to hurt New York. He said, I would never invest in mega loser New York. Not mega, mega, mega loser New York. He said, I'm not different than any other investor. I'm shocked at this. I can't even understand or fathom the decision at all. There's no, there's no rationale for it. It does not matter what the governor says. New York was already a loser state, like California is a loser state. There are many loser states because of policy, high taxes, uncompetitive regulation. It was already on the top of the list to be the loser state. I would never invest in New York now. Mm. I'm not the only person saying that. And he said that's why New Yorkers should be concerned. They have to ask themselves, why are we a loser state? How are we going to attract business? You know, you think about it. When businesses start to relocate and leave, uh, not only are many employees hurt by that, but the value of buildings goes down because office space becomes readily available. And most importantly, at least for the people in power that want to suck you drive through taxation, those tax dollars go with them. Big taxes go when the business leaves, they take with them, and that will definitely hurt them and yeah like but but it will give them more places to stick migrants if uh, all the uh, real estate offices or uh, properties are suddenly uh, empty. don't even get me started on that i've got i've got an incredible story about the mayor um adams in new york and this giveaway program it's going to blow your mind but first let me go to the davis gainesville chevrolet skylines and pete you're on the air good morning i'm calling about the trump decision in new york against president trump and it's it's vindictive, and it's it's just a wild, crazy decision. I want to go to the Constitution, to the Eighth Amendment. Trump, they want Trump to pay this $450 million bond, basically, before he can even file an appeal. The Eighth Amendment says excessive bail shall not be required, excessive fines shall not be imposed, and cruel and unusual punishments shall not be inflicted. And having said all that, this is a one-time law that they pass or that they Im- imposed on Trump. It's never been used before. It'll probably never be used again. If that's not an unusual punishment, I don't know what is. Thank you, Bob. Yeah, unusual, excessive, absolutely. Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines Hangman. Yeah, it's um, you know it's it's amazing being in the military for 22 years, then wounded twice. I tell you what, I take that over being in. Um, it, uh, President Trump's shoes right now. I mean, this guy's getting hammered from all sides for years. And personally, I would have had a nervous breakdown, but this guy is a leader. He cares about our country, and I'm going to vote for him again. There's no question. Yeah, it's just yeah. he is he is political enemy number one by far. And they're telling you. I mean, they're basically telegraphing this thing. There's no other way to look at it. Like the previous callers have said about they've never used this law. Mm -hmm. Literally ever, ever used it. They've never 
taking taking someone to task in this way, and the fine absolutely is ridiculous and excessive. Remember, there's no damaged or hurt party. No one was hurt by this. It didn't hurt New York, New York taxpayers. It didn't hurt individuals. It did not hurt lenders, banks, in any way, shape, or form. I mean, it can't get more obvious than that. No. And, uh, and, and Laura Ingram, who is probably listening to some of my promos, talking about you know Putin and the and that political prisoner that died Nivaldi. mysteriously right yeah. mm-hmm. and and talking about Trump and she asked the question straight up is Trump at risk of being America's first real political prisoner wow wow and, yeah and that is something i mean you just most of us couldn't fathom just a few years back and like no. what but think about the Department of Justice and local jurisdictions, like out of Atlanta, how they are literally falling over themselves, bending backwards to try to find any way, shape, or form that they can hurt him. Hurt him just by tying him up with litigation. Hurt him by fines. Hurt him by maybe um, trying to mete out some kind of a, an actual jail sentence. I mean, they will stop at nothing. And I, and I did warn you. As it gets closer to the election, the level of desperation among these kinds of Democrats will continue to escalate. Anything literally is possible, and I'm not going to speculate further hmm. on that. But you've got this governor, Kathy Hochul, and, you know, talking, oh, yeah, don't worry. You know, this this is not this is not going to happen to anybody. This was a special case. Right. Yeah, it was yeah. special because Donald mm-hmm. Trump is special. He's your number one political enemy. So if anybody else, quote unquote, is considered special, then they might come after them. I mean, that's the thing. You, we can see it with our own eyes. This is not make-believe. This, this is not, oh, we're blinded by our own political agenda. No. They meted out a fine that's absurd on a law that's never been used, ever, and there is no hurt party. Ah, Amazing. Crazy times we're living in. Yep. It is uh, approaching 645 on the Bob Rose Show. Um, We've got a lot more to talk about, including truckers' possible boycott. After the Trump ruling. Ooh, really? Yep. Wow. Details on that. A whole lot more coming your way on this Trash Talking Tuesday. Thanks to Florence Recycling, 97.3 The Sky. Complaining on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram is not the same thing as getting involved in your community. The Dana Show. Sitting online complaining is not the same thing as electioneering. Now, night, 10 p.m. on 97.3 The Sky. Good morning. Welcome. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy in the house. Morning, Greg. Good morning. I'm going to get my skin checked today, so I'm using that as a reminder to everybody else. Get your skin checked. Please, once a year, you want a dermatologist uh, to go over your body with a fine-tooth comb or whatever instruments they have (laughs) um, because skin cancer ain't no joke. Nope. It ain't no joke. Mm -mm. And I know I'm using ain't. Ain't. Uh, some of your top stories, by the way, New York ruling against Trump. Over-the-top, unbelievable, and obvious political enemy. And uh, <laughs> you talk about a witch hunt. I wow. mean, 
And Trump said a long time ago, he said, yeah, and if they can come after me, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to come after you, which will happen. But, you know, Democrats stick their head in the sand. They go, ah, it doesn't matter. The end justifies means anything to get Trump. Yep. We just hate Trump so much. It's like, do you see the long-lasting effect, not just to New York, but the damage that could be done to our judicial system? Um, the public's trust is eroding big time, and it should be. And yet, they keep pushing forward. They're, they don't have any shame. There's no shame. Locally, in Ocala, public hearing today at 2 o'clock, McPherson Center, that is about the expansion of Jumbo Lair. A lot of people concerned about that. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, and uh, Kathy Hochul, the governor of New York, you know, Ugh. trying to trying to say in her own language, oh, you know, this is a one-off. You know, it's 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 Trump and his behavior. It, this wouldn't happen to anyone else. Mm-hmm. Of course, she's going to say that the damage is done. I'm telling you, that is that is a warning. Other business, especially if you you know have conservative leanings. Wait, what is to keep them mm-hmm. from going after you using some archaic law that's never, ever, ever, ever been used and use it to the point of possibly bankrupting your entire company? That's crazy. Who would, think who, about would, it. who would even yeah. risk that? Not to mention the level of taxation that you have in New York. You have a city tax, state tax. I mean, tax upon oh, yeah. tax. So, I mean, I, God bless the people, I guess, that are hanging in there. I just... I don't know what the what the purpose is, especially when you know you can communicate and do business without having to be in the same room anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's long been established. Yeah, a lot of folks have left. Yeah, a I lot mean, of folks have moved to Florida. Yeah, yeah and I don't know that you know <clears throat> we need them all coming here. <laughs> <laughs> now that I've got my piece of paradise, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, right. And there's the. Uh, shooting in Kansas City. I was wondering, who who's behind it? What happened? Mm-hmm. And sure enough, because there were uh, young men of uh, color, yep. and somebody referred to them as thugs, it's like, oh, yeah, you can't do that. Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas, uh, a Democrat, claims that Missouri Governor Mike Parson, a Republican, used a racial dog whistle. Oh, come on. When he referred to the Chiefs Parade shooting suspects as thugs. Thug is not a racial word. Thug has been around for a decades, long time. And decades. It, it yes. refers to a bad guy. Mm-hmm. You know, people who yeah. behave in a thuggish manner. It has I, nothing to do with the color of their skin that I've ever been aware of. No, in fact, if, if I think about it, the word, I actually envision a white person. Maybe middle age, little scruffy. Yeah. That's the picture I get. Not a young black man. And I'm thinking, yeah, yeah like language that was maybe used in Batman or Superman or one of those kind of crime fighting things yeah, years ago. 50s, 60s. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. The New York Post reported that Lucas made this assessment on a local uh, radio program in Kansas City. And Parson had reacted to Wednesday's shooting by saying, we can't let some thugs just take over and ruin what happened yeah and then you've got joy reed lamented that black americans have not received sufficient reparations Mm -hmm. for literally physically building this country believing that former president barack obama's eight-year tenure is the best that they will get that that is obama is 
Uh, reparations. The only reparations looks like we're ever going to see. Because he did so much for the black community. Well, I mean, besides BLM and, and gangs. Anybody who's teaching you to assign blame to others for your status or station in life and, and telling you that you can't succeed because mm-hmm. of the color of your skin, or uh, just think about that, the negativity of that kind of thought. Do you think that's going to help people to succeed? Or do you think it'll cause some people to just throw up their hands and give up because they say, why even try? Because from what they're telling me with this critical race theory, I don't have a chance because I'm a person of color. It's just the opposite message that Martin Luther King shared with us that many people embody now. I grew up with that message. That's how I feel. Judge each other by the content of your character, not by the color of your skin. They're undoing that. The only purpose that serves is to separate, is to divide people. And do you think they want to divide us for good? Hmm. Or do you think they want to divide us so it's easier to manipulate us, create infighting, keep us... Keep us talking about these problems that really we put behind us. Let's bring them up again so that they won't watch us and how we're wasting their tax dollars, how we're misrepresenting them, how we're, you know, uh, be, how the population is being taken advantage of because they'll create these little spats. So, I'm, I'm you know, I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Joy Reid is uh, what she is. But people who try to assign blame, I mean... If you want people to succeed, that is not the message you give them. Clearly, they don't care about that. No. The division is more important to them. It's, it's, it's sad. Joe Biden, the White House, he, they still can't just, I guess, admit that his age and yeah. his mental deterioration, they, they just can't come to terms with it, at least not publicly. That and so much more is on the way. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy, live and local on 97.3 The Sky. I'm just very happy to hear you give everyone the truth. I am so happy I, I can just scream. Sad. I'm very sad the way this country is going. I'm more heartbroken than anything else. Angry. It's just ridiculous and it makes us so angry. I'm just trying to figure out when did we start listening to these freaking weirdos like this? No matter the emotion. That's how I feel and I, I don't know what to do and how we fight back. Talk about it here on The Sky. To me, it's really important. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's a mess. A mess. A mess. This is Trash Talking Tuesday. <laughs> well, I would love to know what the hell's going on in our country. Being a wise guy with me a little bit. Talking trash now. It's time to clean it up. Brought to you by Florence Recycling. Satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back. Clean. Coming clean. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Good morning and welcome. It is 7.07 Time Check, brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. I'm Bob Rose. Greg Cassidy is here with a traffic update. 
Yeah, this will be a, a big issue for folks. If you're coming in from Fanning Springs, heading towards Gainesville on 26th this morning, as you're making your way there at the Wilcox Curve, apparently smoke is an issue, uh, possible multiple car accidents in that area. Wow. So that's just going to be a, a bit of a mess for a little while. Yeah, a lot of people use that coming into town, uh-huh. so be careful. All right, some of your top stories. You've got uh, the New York ruling against Trump, which is so over the top. This is going to cost him, it, well, he's got to post like half a billion dollars. He's got to liquidate. Wow. And that's just to move forward um, to, uh, you know, to move forward in the process to, appeal, yeah. to try to get a, yep. you know, an appeal. You've got to pay first. That's crazy. Oh, uh, yeah. It's going to have long, far-reaching consequences for a lot of business folks and uh, and folks in general because your tax base is going to be eroded when businesses start to move out. And things are already a little sketchy when it comes to money. Case in point, inside Mayor Adams' migrant debit card boondoggle. This is a piece that Nicole Galinas wrote for the New York Post. No-bid bank gets $50 million, border crossers up to 10000 each. The Post broke a story earlier this month that Mayor Adams is giving out prepaid cash cards to migrants, right? Okay. Unusually for the mayor, Adams didn't publicize this story himself, and his administration has for nearly a month failed to correct several public misperceptions about it. One misperception is that the program allows the city to give out just fifty million to migrants. I mean, normally that would be an outrageous amount, but I guess in New York to say fifty million maybe isn't wow. a huge deal. But wait a second, it's way, way more than that. This debit card program, if you read the actual contract, has the potential to become an open-ended multi-billion-dollar Bermuda Triangle of disappearing, untraceable cash that could be used for any purpose. It'll give migrants up to $10,000 each in taxpayer money with no ID check, no restrictions, and no fraud control. Wow. Yeah. Um, Doc Go, the city's no-bid emergency, quote-unquote, contractor, no-bid. In other words... They get they awarded them the contract without them having to bid on it um, to provide migrants hmm. with three meals a day. Apparently, yeah. it's not going that well. They're throwing away up to five thousand meals daily. They're throwing them away. What a waste! Wasting seven point two million a year at least wow. on that alone. Now, some food is inedible, expired, or rotten. Other food doesn't meet migrants' dietary needs. Providing mass-scale meals competently and with options for specific needs, halal, kosher, vegan, non-gluten. Normally, you'd think that's really difficult, but apparently the school system in New York has no problem accommodating Mm. that. Airlines, hospitals, even jails, right? Right. So it wouldn't be difficult for the city to solve this problem. On-site city auditors could refuse to pay for meals that are objectively inedible, with visible mold, for example, or with expired labeling. Instead of assuring that its existing no-bid emergency contractor fulfills its duties to provide food, the Adams administration has solved its problem by retaining a no-bid emergency contractor to provide a service 
with far more scope for waste, fraud, and abuse than stale sandwiches, giving out potentially billions of dollars. Now, without getting too much into the weeds, let me put it to you this way. Contractually, this company could actually be paid $50 million. And And that doesn't count the cost of the program. And they didn't have to bid for it. No. So this is New York City. Yeah. Who's getting a little something, something on the side? That's, that's what I'm saying. That's what they're, you know, trying to follow. Mm. Yep. And uh, and listen to this. Wow. Most importantly, the $53 million headline figure is not the money that migrants will receive during the pilot. This is the number that the vendor, MoCAFI, M-O-C-A-F-I, potentially will receive as its fee for services. $50 million? Yes, 53 <laughs> Oh, my goodness. As the contract document clearly oh. and explicitly states over the year's term, this is a one year, in exchange wow. for MoCAFI's performance of the services, the city shall pay to the contractor a total amount not to exceed $53 million in accordance with the scope of services and fees. The scope of services and fees uh, does not include the money that migrants actually receive on their debit cards. The city funds the cards, that is, puts money on them separately. How much more is that, or do we even know? Uh, uh, like you we said, want to know? well, that's that. Even that they're saying is open ended. Uh, they have the flexibility, allegedly, uh, to disperse at least two point five billion dollars on these prepaid debit cards over a year. How are they going to stay out of bankruptcy? I'm mean, seriously. I I don't. How are they going? I I do not know. And I guess maybe they just look at the federal government and go, well, they 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 can do it, or they're getting it from Donald Trump. Well, I've, I've, I've thought of that, yeah. <laughs> Not yeah. really, but... But, yeah. That's a lot of money. When you start getting into the billions and unlimited debit cards and $53 million just for your fee... And people, please, wow. you've got to remember why they're doing this is because first day on the job, Joe Biden, through executive orders, peeled back... All of the things that Trump had put in place to help secure the borders, he peeled it all away on purpose, Mm -hmm. knowing this is precisely what was going to occur. He knew that our borders would be flooded uh, with migrants. We've had NGOs that are working to get the word out for the last two years to get more migrants to come, and we know that there's even been payments and plane tickets that have been purchased uh, using funding from NGOs. Some coming maybe from private sources, but it's believed a lot of it is government money and taxpayer money. Well, all government money is taxpayer yes, money. Yes, it is. They don't, they don't really have money of their own. But yet, this <sighs> continues on. And and I guess the, the talk politically isn't about policy. Uh, it's, it's now boiled down to, well... Americans aren't happy with either choice. Both candidates are really old. They keep trying to conflate mm. Biden's age with Trump's. Right. And they just think if they say it over and over again, I guess people that are 
you know, on the fence or these crossover voters, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call them, independents, uh, that they they will look at them, you know, both the same. They're both too old to serve, but it's only true of one of them. Here's what they tried the other day. So they've they've actually gotten where they, they refer to Biden as a Roomba. You know, the little vacuum cleaners because it turns around and then it turns. So yeah, that's, it's automatic. Yes. They actually are now, you know, because they always try to make take whatever's going on with Biden and put it on Trump. You know, okay, he used the wrong name the other day with with Haley. Now they're saying, oh, did you see Trump get lost on the stage? No, he was coming onto a stage. And you know how he'll stop, acknowledge part of the crowd, take two or three steps, stop, acknowledge part of the crowd. They were taking that and construing that as him being lost on the stage. It was obvious what he was doing. Oh my gosh. It's it's they've gotten that bad. I'm telling you they have no shame. No. They are completely desperate. I am worried about what will happen between now and the first Tuesday in November. I don't mm. see good things occurring. No. It's going to get way nastier than it is now. And that's bugging me. What's bugging you? Now it's your turn. Call in, air it out, get it off your chest. What's bugging you is coming up next. It's brought to you by Florida Pest Control. The only bugs they can't control are litter bugs. Call in now, 877-975-9825. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. There's been a lot of talk about what's going on. There's a lot of stake. A lot of damage. The time has come for you to sound off. All of these things are happening all at once. What's bugging you for Florida Pest Control on 97.3 The Sky? Good morning and welcome. It is 722. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It's time for What's Bugging You? Chance for you to call in, air it out, get it off your chest. And it's brought to you by Florida Pest Control. The only bugs they can't control are litter bugs. 877-975-9825. And Tony, what's bugging you? So last week, Bob, as you know, Alexa Navalny, Russian dissident, dies in a Russian prison. And everybody in America loses their mind. They all go and virtue signal about how great he was and blah, blah, blah. You know, we've got a thousand of those people sitting in prison right now. We have men, women, children, cancer patients that are sitting in prison, and they're called January 6th political protesters. Nobody cares about those people. We had a journalist called Gonzalo Lira died in a Ukraine prison. Nobody cares. And as you pointed out, this administration, this government, they can't give away enough money. I'm sick and tired of these politicians who do not care for the people. This is beyond taxation without representation. Oh, yeah. And thanks for bringing up the political prisoners of January 6th. What a great comparison to uh, Navaldi. Pearl, what's bugging you? Hey, good morning, guys. First time caller, long time listener. Right on. Um, just thank you. Um, what I, what's bugging me is I understand all the illegals that are coming into the country. They're getting, like you guys just said, five to ten grand on a card. I'm an American citizen born abroad. I have all my documentation, but I'm not allowed to go on a cruise because I need a passport, and the cruise is just to the Bahamas. So maybe I should get one of those cards if they're going to treat me like I'm an illegal citizen. I should get a little card, 5000 10000 or pay my home in- income tax. Just saying. Yeah, my understanding is they're not IDing people. Um they're they're not really there's no checks and balances on what they're doing in New York at all. Bill, what's bugging you? 
the fact that over 40% of Odyssey is now owned by George Soros. Yeah, how do you think I feel, pal? <laughs> Mark, what's bugging you? Hey, good morning, um, Bob and Greg. Welcome back after your George Washington's birthday holiday. Yeah. Um, what's bugging me is um, I'm not sure if you've noticed a pattern arising, but the Democrats' strategy with Trump is almost exactly the same as Rudy Giuliani. If they have an opinion that they want to prosecute, which in Trump's case was the, you know, the opinion of his value of his property, and in Rudy Giuliani's case, the value, uh, I mean, it's the uh, election integrity. They're basically seeking to impoverish people and drive their net worth down to zero. And I'm not sure if you remember the tax-based cause of the American Revolution, but we're, we're very kind, legal, well-behaved Republicans. They're, they're rapidly pressing their luck. Yeah, I agree. Nostradamus, what's bugging you? Good morning, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah, your first two callers were right on point. And, you know, they don't care the government doesn't care about the American people at all. And what they've done to this country and what they're doing to Trump is waking a lot of people up. But even if Trump gets elected, I've said it before, he's only got four years. And if he doesn't get elected, we are finished. We're turning into a banana republic every single day. And, then, and the border deal, we know it's a scam because if they wanted to stop it, they could stop it. Mm-hmm. If they couldn't stop it, then how are they going to stop it at 5000 They've let those people come into this country, like those previous callers said. They're giving them money. They're giving them housing. And there's people in this country that have paid taxes all their lives. They can't afford to live. They can't afford to eat. Their kids are going without food. There are people who don't have a place to live. we got higher uh, homelessness per capita in this country than Israel, five times higher than Israel. But they want to take your taxpayer money and send it over there. I know. Yeah, it's all insanity. There's no doubt. Let's go to Tom. What's bugging you? Yeah, well, first of all, Notre Dame is wrong. We're not turning into a banana republic. We're turning into a George Orwellian socialist dystopia. It's, the thing that's bugging me is Jessica Tarloff on the five. She is such a partisan hack. Everything out of her mouth is perfect. DNC talking points. She is brilliant. I don't know who her staff is, but they are working with the DNC. They have her set up, and the rest of the five don't seem to be able to answer all of her nonsense. She has got to go. Thank you, guys. Yeah, but you've got to have somebody representing the other side, if you will, and whether she's capable or not might be another question. But, you know, Juan Williams was the same thing. To me, I mean, no matter what the subject was, he he would deny, deny, deny. Mike, what's bugging you? What's bugging me is I'm going to piggyback off of the, all these uh, illegals getting all this free stuff. Today is particularly cold. I've had two broke hips since I was 12 years old. I can't afford to get surgery. These clowns are getting houses. I I just I don't I don't get it. Every, I can't even work anymore because of pain and these guys are getting a free ride on everything yep and also when you give out those debit cards and you put a bunch of money on it Mm -hmm. the bad guys know that too yes they do and you wonder why crime rate is going up especially in new york and the number of injuries uh for policemen oh yeah is going way up that's coming up and oh in boston uh they're kicking kids out um i'll tell you where they're kicking them out to make 
room for migrants. The stories just keep coming and coming. 728 on the Bob Rose Show. Thanks for your participation. What's bugging you? Whew, we got a full morning. You hang in there, my friends. On a Trash Talking Tuesday, thanks to Florence Recycling, you're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Here's what's trending on The Sky. 86% of Americans feel Biden is too old. It's amazing how much he's deteriorating. Come on. The news that's trending. Full-blown offensive against Joe Biden. The news that's now. The special counsel's report tries to let Biden off by claiming that he is too mentally incompetent. The news station. I know it don't look like it, but I've been around a while. I do remember that. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. Here we go. What do you want to start with? It's a mess. A mess. Trash talking Tuesday. Dirty mud. Getting dragged to the mud. Brought to you by Florence Recycling. It's time to clean it up. Satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back. This, this is Trash Talking Tuesday. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Welcome, my friend. 735. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy and your time check. That's brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Well, happy, happy trash talking Tuesday. Thanks to our friends at Florence Recycling and Paul and all the Patriots that oh, yeah. run that place and work so hard. Yep. Appreciate you tuning in as well. And don't forget, you can follow the sky. Never miss a minute of the show with just one click. The sky 973.com slash follow or download the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, and you get the podcast every minute of the show. You won't miss it. Some of your top stories this morning. Uh, New York ruling against Trump. He's got to come up with nearly a half a billion dollars before it can go to appeals. Yes, this is going to have far-reaching consequences. We'll dig into some of that coming up. And New York's immigrant giveaway and Mayor Adams rolling it, it's open-ended. This literally could cost billions of dollars. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. And locally, uh, Ocala Public Hearing, McPherson Center, that's today at 2 o'clock, dealing with the possible uh, expansion of Jumbo Lair. And that has some people uh, concerned. And uh, 2 o'clock is the meeting time today for that at the McPherson Center in Ocala. Yep, here is another fallout from this immigration issue, this crisis. Remember, they didn't want to even use the word crisis. They just couldn't admit that for the longest time. Yeah. Local families in the predominantly black Roxbury neighborhood of Boston are furious after the city shut down the local community center to instead use it to house more of President Joe Biden's illegal border crossers. Roxbury's uh, Malena Cass Recreational Community Center, which was once a meeting place for Little League ball players, volleyball games, and other sports and community events, has now been dedicated to rows of cots for illegal border closures, according to a local TV station there, WBZ. They interviewed preteen Jeremiah Rodriguez, who showed up at the community center February 17th under the mistaken impression that his community baseball team was using the facility for batting practice. Hmm. He was devastated to find out his community center was now closed to him. He said, We're, we usually practice, they're, they're closed. His dad said, it's hard. I don't know the immigrants inside. It's okay to help. I don't think that's the place to do it because kids and families go... Uh, and enjoy these facilities. 
Democrats in predominantly black neighborhood of Roxbury in Boston uh, who turned this center into a facility for illegals, that has got the community, the neighborhood, furious and upset. And they should be. Wait till they find out that many of these immigrants are going to take some of their jobs. Wait till we. Oh, man. Yeah. Look, look, that's how it works. You don't want them on the dole forever. You want to get them to work, but they're going to compete compete with jobs for other low-skilled, lower on the uh, on the totem pole, so to speak, lower. Uh, they're going to compete with that. That lower wage that lowers wages and makes life more difficult for people who already live here. Gee, is this something we didn't know already was going to happen? Of course, they knew it. Now there's statistics on all that. Whenever they see a surge sure. in uh, immigration, they see a downward pressure on. Uh, the lowest wage jobs, downward pressure. So what's that going to do with uh, a lot of these black voters, I wonder, when it comes to voting for Joe Biden and his policies? Well, if they have been brainwashed that, you know, Trump's the so-called authoritarian evil uh, man, if they haven't been brainwashed by that, then clearly they're going to vote to reverse this policy. And so that would mean, you know, electing Donald Trump... I don't know how, you know, I, I know there's some trends and some numbers they look at that show that support continues to grow, but it, these numbers are just now becoming significant. We'll see if that trend continues. Let's go to the uh, Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines, and Roy, you're on the air. Yeah, we're rounding them up into these community centers. I got a great idea. Once we get them in the community centers, we take and airlift them back to their country and do an airdrop like our parachute troop, make them paratroopers right into their own countries again. Yeah, I mean, think about it. They, the Democrats, know that the idea of kicking everyone out is nearly impossible, nearly impossible, and 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 also. Let's start with the most violent ones first. Let's start with the ones that have come back multiple times and have a record. I mean, if you at least see that would be possibly a step in the right direction. But under Biden, I mean, millions and millions have come across and a million or so that were gotaways. And now we've seen as of late, the trend is a lot of Chinese nationals. What could that mean? It can't be good. Remember, that they don't necessarily just, you know, have an open door policy. Oh, whenever you want to leave, you can. It's usually not that simple. It's a little no. more structured than that. Mm-hmm. Well, let's go to the Davis-Gainesville uh, Chevrolet Skylines again. And this time, Jen, you're on the air. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Uh, I have to tell you that uh, a vast majority of them are already brainwashed. I went door-to-door over a community issue that was happening in the neighborhood, and the man opened the door, and he started screaming at me about the orange man. Why? Because I look of a particular color, uh, and I said, sir, I'm not here anything to do with politics. I'm here regarding something else, and he started screaming at me about Trump, and I'm like, okay, sir, well, I can see you don't want to hear what I'm here for, and I left. But I will say there on YouTube, there is a little bit of the younger generation that have uh, they have reactions and stuff to what's going on. And I think they are waking up. 
Have a good day, guys. Yeah, so at least there's, you know, a good sign there. It, it is sad for the ones that just, yeah, not only do they not see the light, but they have this, uh, well, I mean, it, yeah, it's brainwashed. They try to tell you that, you know, Trump is like Hitler and Trump is evil. And But what really amazes me is that when they try to call him an authoritarian, you don't think it's authoritarian for you to be forced to pay taxes and that money is going out of the country and what money staying in the country is going uh, to migrants? I mean, that's... That's just wrong. Yeah. Yep. So there's an authoritativeness uh, there for sure. It's... Hmm. Well, let me give you another crazy example of the world we live in today. So you've got an elections board. Now... It's nice when you have a diverse group on any board. And I know they like to make diversity about ethnicity and race and all that, or gender. And it doesn't have to be that. Diversity of thought, to me, is much more important. But anyway, so San Francisco, yes, you'd think that, yeah, that has to be a lot of diversity. Who's going to get on the election commission? But the newest member of the San Francisco Elections Commission, mm-hmm. this is a seven-member seven civilian body that oversees and creates policy, creates policy for the city's Department of Elections. The newest member of this elections committee isn't legally allowed to vote. Excuse me? They're not a citizen. They haven't, they haven't gotten the legal authority to vote. So you're on an election board, which yes. runs voting, and you've got somebody who's not even eligible on there? How Correct. crazy is that? Well, and the person that they chose to do that, uh, go figure, just happens to be an immigrant rights advocate. Imagine that. They believe that she is the first non-citizen appointed to the commission. At a swearing-in ceremony administered by Board of Supervisors President Aaron Peskin on Wednesday at San Francisco City Hall, dozens of people gathered to commemorate the occasion. Her appointment is the result of a 2020 voter-approved measure that removed the citizenship requirement to serve on San Francisco boards, commissions, and advisory bodies. Each of the commission's seven members is appointed by a different city officials such as a mayor, city attorney, district attorney. They voted unanimously to appoint Wong, the Board of Supervisors. Not a citizen, not allowed to vote in charge of voting policies in the city of San Francisco. I know. I know what you're thinking. Yeah. That is just wrong at so many levels. Mass immigration. Uh Uh-huh. It's interesting that um, most people, even presidents, not necessarily in favor of that. I'll explain coming up. It's 745, and I hope you're enjoying this Trash Talking Tuesday brought to you by Florence Recycling. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Dana Lash, now 10 p.m. Nights. I'm not here to be nice. I'm a voter, and I'm dissatisfied with what I see my subordinates representing me in D.C. So if I sound mean, it's because I'm being American. 97.3 The Sky. Good morning and welcome. It is uh, 7.50 on the Bob Rose Show. 10 minutes till 8 o'clock. Greg Cassidy is here as well. Also just happens to be a trash talking Tuesday. Thanks to Florence Recycling. A quick reminder, 
the Bob Rose Golf Scramble is nearly sold out. This event has been taking place for years. I am proud to have my name on this event and proud to be there, as I am every year. Friday, April the 5th, 1230 tea time. That's Friday, April 5th, Hawkstone Country Club. What a great place. Thanks to Infotech and Southeast Car Agency, uh, some of the great sponsors that make this possible. This is the big biggest fundraiser of the year uh, for the ARC, which works with developmentally disadvantaged uh, uh, folks, and they do a fantastic job. So there is a couple of foursomes left. Please act quickly. Also, um, Mark Johnson needs some more volunteers. I think he needs about another eight or ten um, volunteers. So you can call Mark directly if you want at 352-246-3516. That's Mark Johnson at uh, ARC. Alachua.org. You can also go to the website and find his uh, number there. ARC, A-R-C, ARC, Alachua.org. Thanks for your continued support in the community and raising a great deal of money mm-hmm. for a very worthy cause. I'm Absolutely. Just, yeah, very proud to be a part of it. So, Joe Biden, he's pumping the brakes. Pumping the brakes not on his Corvette. Really? What's he's he doing? pumping his brakes on... Maybe the mandates oh. of the electric vehicles. Now, what could cause such a thing? The possibility of the timing <laughs> that could negatively impact him mm. as we head to November and the 2024 election. What a coincidence. It just It's just a coincidence. Just a coincidence. <laughs> he, spun the we- he spun the wheel. He goes, spin that spin the wheel. Let's see what happens when we spin. Yep, yep. And it comes up on... Nobody wants electric cars! Yeah, exactly. Not in the big scheme of things. Oh, well, I... they don't want to be... F- okay, they don't want to be forced into electric cars. Bingo! So, so We're not playing bingo because we're, we're spinning the wheel. But if we were, bingo to you, Greg. Mm-hmm. President Joe Biden is reportedly setting... And I love the term. Pump the brakes on his electric vehicle mandates on Americans only months before the election. In 2023, the Biden administration issued regulations requiring American automakers to ensure that nearly 7 in 10 new cars sold in the U.S. are EVs rather than gas-powered vehicles by 2032. I know that sounds like it's a long way off. Well, think about what were you doing eight years ago. Yeah, time flies. The regulations would essentially mandate that American consumers buy EVs. However, it's quite unpopular. In fact, it's severely unpopular. Biden is now looking to slow down the EV mandates while not actually pulling them off the books altogether. Here's what the New York Times says. In a concession to automakers and labor unions, the Biden administration intends to relax elements of one of its most ambitious strategies to combat climate change. Limits on tailpipe emissions that are designed to get Americans to switch from gas-powered cars to electric vehicles, according to three people familiar with the plan. Instead of essentially requiring automakers to rapidly ramp up sales of electric vehicles over the next few years, the administration would give car manufacturers more time. Oh, well, look at that. With a sharp increase in sales not required until after 
2030 again. How many years away is that? Six? Yeah. They asked to remain anonymous uh, until the uh, the stuff is finalized, but that's what it's looking like. I don't know that he had really much of a choice, but they'll make it seem like a positive. But then when the climate people yell and scream, what are they going to promise them? Oh, they'll come up with something, I'm sure. You're listening to News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Misinformation. Whether it's from the mainstream media or your brother-in-law's Facebook posts, you need the sky to cut through the static of election 2024. Every move. We need leadership, and this country does not have leadership. Every candidate. We defeated a dozen of the fellas. I just got one more fella I got to catch up to. And I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. Your election headquarters. If we don't win, I think our country is finished. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Welcome. Hour number three begins. It is 8.07 on this Trash Talking Tuesday. Thanks to Florence Recycling, The Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Today I get my skin checked. I'm reminding you, please make an appointment. Get your skin checked at least once a year. Especially, you live here in the Sunshine State, and the things that we go, oh, that looks kind of weird, are usually nothing. And the things we go, hmm, that doesn't look like much, yeah. are the things that kill us. Yeah. So why don't you go to an expert, you know, a dermatologist, and have them check you over? It, it is worth the effort. Why take the chance? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah, we caught it in time. A few inches out of your face, not going to make a huge difference. Wow. <laughs> I mean... Depending on where it is, I guess you could sort of get a facelift out of it, maybe. Or a way to look at it. Or it could be malignant and things don't go well after that. Anyway, so do that. That's my public service announcement for today. The New York ruling against Trump is a top story. And I don't know that we could see anything that is more obvious than clearly a branch of our judicial system. This would be the New York court system. Uh, under the attorney general of that state, Letitia uh, James, using using that system to obliterate, to hurt, uh, to do anything damaging to the number one political candidate for the opposing party. Mm-hmm. You know that former President Trump will have to liquidate and try to come up with, well, it's it'll be just about half a billion dollars when it's all said and done when you include the penalties and interest. $450 million. Wow. Does he have that? I doubt he has it in a vault. He would, uh, yeah. he would have to sell. One of the other things is you can't run your company in New York. Mm-hmm. One of the other things is you can't, Get any loans from New York banks. Wow. I mean. (laughs) Okay. Let's just tie the guy's hands at every single angle of doing business while you want a half a billion dollars out of him. And all of this happened under an obscure New York uh, fraud statute that does not require any harm be done. He they, they say he inflated the values of properties, even though. The cover sheet clearly defined, these are the values that we come up with. We know you have to do your due diligence. That's the letter to the bank, to the lenders, and they wouldn't 
allow that to be part of the evidence. Clearly, the judge already had his mind made up. So the biggest piece of evidence that says this is how this should operate is wasn't submissible. Correct. Yeah. That and, doesn't seem quite, I don't know, fair and equitable in our court system. Well, and that's the thing is, none of it is. No, it's not. That this even being brought uh, to attention no. was purely political. Uh, Letitia James ran for office on promising to get Trump. To get Trump. And I guess you could say, well, she's done that because even if a court of appeals reverses this, there's going to be a lot of damage done to his company. Now, he hopefully will have the last laugh if there is such a thing. And I'm pretty sure at some point in time, he will. he's already moved his residence a few years back. But I, I could see him oh, leaving the Big Apple. And, you know, Kevin O'Leary, the, the guy from Shark Tank yeah. who has a lot of money and deals with a lot of investors. Oh, yeah. I think they're feeling the same way that how can you take a chance to do business in New York City that if they decide mm. for political purposes or whatever yeah. that they could destroy you in this manner. Yeah, it's frightening. Because who would have dreamed Trump, the man, the real estate guy, the most well-known person associated with New York City, and they're trying to bring him down this way? Yeah, and I mean, and you'd think if you go through somebody's business and it's that large, you'd think you could just find some things. Um, but in this case, wow. I mean, really, it had to go over the top. Yeah. And um, this is this is on your way to destroying your political enemies. He might be the first political prisoner if he if he has to do any jail time. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. It really is. Uh, let's go to the Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. And Tony, you're on the air. And that so-called judge, Bob, he, he made a ruling even before the trial was set. So he already found Trump guilty of this before the trial. And in response to that, the American people, the truckers, are boycotting New York City. And I know you've heard about this movement. They're just, they have said, we're not bringing anything else. And last night I was on Twitter, and there was an empty, I mean, there was empty truck stops all around New York. This is straight out of Ayn Rand. When the moochers go after the producers, the people who make or do nothing, persecute those who work their lives off to do something for this country. And now the producers are standing back. We're just going to go galt. You want to have your progressive Democratic city? Have it. But you will starve to death in it. Thanks, Bob. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for putting that together. This judge, yeah, as you said, he, he already made his mind up, but it's interesting in some of his remarks about the sentencing, he talked about you know Trump not answering sentences, uh, uh, questions, I'm sorry, and then speaking about issues that had nothing to do uh, with the case, et cetera. But he's using that as justification for, the, for how he's penalizing him. But like you said, he had already decided he was guilty long before that. But he wants to try to punish Trump additionally because he didn't like his attitude. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Let's go to the Davis-Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines. Mark, you're on the air. Hey, uh, yeah. Hi, Bob and Greg. Um, yeah, thanks for covering so well on the um, Trump property situation. Um, I think um, I, I, I didn't know that he had fully relocated to Florida, so thanks for clarifying that. But uh, um, I think what uh, Trump should do in New York, uh, like our old Detroit buddy Eminem did in the, the Slim Shady, 
uh, and like Hannity did, he, he, he should raise one finger on each hand up and just get the heck out of New York and let them fend for themselves without his property tax money. I, I really, uh, you know, there'll be a time to do that. He's already probably going to have to almost sell at, at fire sale prices if he need, you know, mm-hmm. if he's going to liquidate as quickly as he needs to because he wants to try to get this behind him. Sure. And he wants the Court of Appeals to hear it. Um, look, even if he wins this, it has done what they designed it to do, made his life extremely difficult and taken up his time dealing with these issues when normally uh, a candidate would be out campaigning. Right. So it it has done the damage that they set out to. I feel like it'll probably get reversed in the Court of Appeals, but again, I don't know what the makeup of that court is either. We'll have to wait and see. One of the big issues that people are going to be voting on when they go to the polls in November is going to be the immigration issues, the lack of a secure border, us being overrun, uh, the financial uh, responsibility that that adds up to, the increased crime rate that follows that kind of massive immigration so that is going to be a big issue. If they can get anybody talking about other things, that, I would imagine, benefits the Democrats. Because mm. this one is a big issue. It didn't have, This wasn't a hurricane. This wasn't COVID that happened to a president. You know, this is a president, Joe Biden, who went into office and repealed all the executive orders allowing this mass immigration to take place. Interesting piece, Breitbart. Um Presidents who warned against mass immigration. Calvin Coolidge was one of them. Drastically reduced annual legal immigration levels in the U.S., stabilizing the nation's population following decades of record high immigration. December 20, uh, 1923 address, he said immigration levels must not exceed the ability of Americans to absorb new arrivals, that America must be kept American. He said American institutions rest solely on good citizenship. They were created by people who had a background of self-government. Guess who else? Bill Clinton, Theodore Roosevelt, and... Yes? Barack Obama. Whoa! Yeah, I'll share some of that with you coming up. Just hang in there, my friends. Plenty. Plenty to talk about. You're tuned to The Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy, on a Trash Talking Tuesday, thanks to Florence Recycling. And you are listening to 97.3 The Sky. Sean Hannity. Everybody on Fake News CNN hates Trump. Three weekdays. But yet one thing they've not been able to accomplish, separating Donald Trump from the support that no other has. On News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Bill Clinton and even Barack Obama were against widespread immigration? What you talking about, Willis? I'm going to explain coming up. It is 822. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show along with Greg Cassidy. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Enjoy this Trash Talking Tuesday. Thanks to Florence Recycling. So Calvin Coolidge talked about this in the 1920s. All right. Actually, in 1923, he addressed it, and he said uh, new arrivals should be limited to our capacity to absorb them into the ranks of good citizenship. 
I'm convinced that our present economic and social conditions warrant a limitation of those to be admitted. We should find additional safety in a law requiring the immediate registration of all aliens, et cetera, et cetera, right? But even Bill Clinton, this is what he said, all Americans are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. Bill Clinton. Wow. This was, I believe, 1995. All right. The jobs they hold may otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public services they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. Taking it a step further, in June of 1995, Clinton proudly endorsed the recommendations made by the U.S. Commission on Immigration Reform, which was chaired by civil rights icon, then Representative Barbara Jordan, a Democrat out of Texas. The commission recommended cutting legal immigration levels in half, admitting about half a million immigrants annually while carrying out an aggressive assimilation process for new arrivals, driving up deportations of illegal aliens. And Hmm. then, and then, are you kidding me? Barack Obama? In his 2006 book, Audacity of Hope, then-Senator Barack Obama, uh, who would later win the presidential election in 2008, Uh, said illegal and legal immigration must be controlled to not lower the wages of America's working and lower middle class. (laughs) And here we are. The number of immigrants added to the labor force every year is of a magnitude not seen in this country for over a century. And he went on to write in his book, if this huge influx of mostly low-skill workers provides some benefits to the economy, it also threatens to depress further the wages of blue-collar Americans, and it puts strains on an already overburdened safety net. So has anything changed over time from the things that they said that, hey, this pushes low-wage jobs down, it pushes Americans out of jobs, and it overburdens our so-called social safety net? No, all of this is still absolutely true. And Americans, by and far, I mean, the vast majority, they understand uh, what a threat this is. Mm-hmm. Are they still going to vote for Joe Biden anyway in November? Wow. Of course, you know, some will, but I, here's what I'm concerned about. What is the secret weapon? What is What is the nuclear option of the democrat party they grow increasingly desperate they have no shame they've not hidden the fact that these um witch hunts going after donald trump are clearly clearly politically motivated and really without legal basis yet they still got a judgment against him for what 350 million and when he pays the Interest in the penalties, it really will be nearly half a billion dollars, and he has to pay that in some way before he can uh, take it to the Court of Appeals. What what do the Democrats know that we don't? What is their nuclear option if Trump is still available to run? How could he not win? Yeah. Based on 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 just two things, the diminished mental capacity of the current president, along with his completely flawed and policies that were actually lied about by him and his party, allowing this unfettered illegal migration into the United States. Just on just on that alone. Just on that alone. 
the Democrats, I wouldn't think, logic would tell me they don't have a chance. They don't have a chance. Logically, though, you said. Yeah. Not well, necessarily politically. I'm just wondering, I wonder what mm-hmm. they have up their sleeve. And are they constantly working on that right now? Are they in a war room somewhere <laughs> drumming something else up? Uh, that will hurt Trump. Well, it, and just on the other side of that coin, because we don't know what they're going to do. You, you, I think you gave the number the other day, some 86% of Americans think that uh, Biden's too old to run. And the latest numbers I that I heard on people who think that they will replace him before the election is at a 20-plus percent number. So people are catching on to that thought, I think, since this report of him being a an old man with a bad memory. Yeah. Is that is that part of it? Is that their nuclear option? Right. How would they go about that? Oh, man. Too, so many pieces of that puzzle. You'd think. Yeah. All right. We've got a lot more to talk about on the Bob Rose Show, including um, New York Police Department. A lot of additional in, in injuries uh, due to illegal immigration and how many of them are behaving. It is 828, and you're listening to News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Right now on this sky. We executed our constitutional duty impeaching Secretary Mayorkas. It's now time for the Senate to do its duty. The allegations are false. As it happens. Failure to support Ukraine at this critical moment will never be forgotten. The bill was never really about securing our border, but about securing another's country's border. The news station. Inflation. Prices are still too high. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The sky. It's a mess. A mess. A mess. This is Trash Talking Tuesday. <laughs> I would love to know what the hell's going on in our country. Being a wise guy with me a little bit. Talking trash now. It's time to clean it up. Brought to you by Florence Recycling. Satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back. Clean. Coming clean. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Doom and gloom, death and destruction. Mm. <laughs> Faith over fear, my friends. Faith over fear. Uh, it is 833. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. It's also Trash Talking Tuesday, thanks to Florence Recycling. And some of your top stories, uh, New York ruling against Trump is going to have far-reaching consequences. We've dug into that already. Uh, we probably will again further. But it is going to be, I think, devastating to their tax base. And I don't think that you're going to all of a sudden see a bunch of companies uh, you know, just up and leave. Mm-hmm. It'll happen over time. But I can tell you that those that have already checked the box that they're considering it, now they're checking further boxes and actually looking for places they want to relocate to. Good for them. Yeah, yeah. and what's going to be left behind? Well, when, when you erode the business-based taxes, it comes down to the people who are already taxed very heavily. But if you continue to vote for the people that brought you those high taxes, don't expect anything to change unless you change uh, your voting habits in New York. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Also, a uh, big top story is Jumbo Lair. You know, the place where I think John Travolta made famous. Oh, yeah, absolutely. With his residence there. Well, And apparently he's come out via his attorney and said he is not for the expansion of Jumbo Lair. And so there's going to be a public meeting about it at the McPherson Auditorium, 601 Southeast 25th Avenue in Ocala. That is today. Today at 2 o'clock. Public hearing. Today at 2 
Don't ask me why they have government hearings at a time where most working people or people hmm. with children would have difficulty attending at 2 o'clock. Yeah, it just so happens kids get out of school, uh, yeah, not too long from I'm there. I'm sure it's another coincidence <laughs> yeah. that they do that. Um, yeah. But no, uh, there are folks that are very concerned that that could uh, change uh, the flavor of Marion County, et cetera. So you got that going on. Whew. Um, yeah, that's one of your top local stories for sure. And something related to that, I mean, in general, how do we, how do we grow as a state in a way that people who already live here are going to... Maybe enjoy is not the right word, but, you know, how do we how do we make this work to where this quality of life for mm-hmm. those of us who live here continues at a high level while there's still opportunity for growth? Right. To prosper. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So it, and it's a continuing issue. And, and maybe uh, State Senator Keith Perry will have some ideas about it. We're going to have him on as a guest tomorrow at 8. Also, there are some... Um, legislation that's been talked about a lot, this left lane driving, you know, when people are camping in the left lane. Yep. You're going to, um, I think they're going to change the law to where you can ram those people off oh, the... Oh, good. Fine. No, maybe, about, th- maybe it doesn't uh, go that far. Uh, so close. Yeah, also... No, I'm, I'm all excited there, Bob. Also, uh, a bill that has to do with kids and guns raising the penalty. You know, you know, kids committing crimes and having guns... Mm-hmm. You would think that is an automatic felony. Well, it it, it, it hasn't been, hmm. but they're working to change that. So there's some great stuff that uh, State Senator Keith Perry will be talking to us about. That's coming up tomorrow at 8.05. All right. And then there's Russia, Russia, Russia. Oh, my We goodness. still haven't found out who the real Russia is. Are they mm-hmm. – yeah. Is it the Russia – that we're going to have to fight across all of the NATO countries? Or is it the Russia that's barely hanging on using weaponry from 1956? Good Because question. the stories have run the gamut, haven't they? Yes, they have. Uh, and this is a top Putin ally, apparently, okay. warns the West. Um, if you're striving for a Ukrainian victory... There's a warning that that would lead to nuclear strikes on Kiev, Berlin, London, Washington, oh my as well as apocalyptic civil war in Russia with tens of millions dead. But they can't take over Ukraine in two years. Correct. Okay, just checking. Deputy Chairman of the Russian Security Council, uh, Medvedev, who was also formerly the Prime Minister... Uh, and president of Russia in service to Vladimir Putin, he's the one doing the threatening. He's, he's like a known entity. Hmm. He served in the, you know, the highest of positions. He threatened Western capitals with the entire strategic arsenal of Russian nuclear weapons. Medvedev, uh, for whom absolutely no slight is too small to necessitate a nuclear response, <laughs> was speaking of Ukraine's hope to retake its UN-recognized national territory, which in some cases have been occupied by Russia for very close to 10 years even. Hmm. So this guy, I didn't know he was such huh. a uh, hair trigger. Sounds like kind of a guy. Man. And yeah, so Just wipe everybody out if we don't win this, right? Okay. Well, it, it, wasn't there a time that Joe Biden was calling for getting rid of Putin and his language was kind of 
uncomfortable mm-hmm. for the White House and for the State Department, right? Now, you'd have to say, really? If this guy was to step in, and I know he's been in power before to some extent, but usually under the control either, you know, directly or indirectly of Putin. Right. But hmm. this guy sounds like he could be bad news. Uh, yeah. All right. The electric vehicle, it's still alive and well. Mm. However, it looks like uh, Joe Biden, the administration, could be changing some of the mandates and maybe lessening some of the requirements. Hmm. Not so strict, not so defining as we push forward in time, because I think they've realized that the market is not, for the most part, open to accepting this, at least not yet. And I I think, for, for, you know, for thoughtful people, that they don't like being lied to. And when everybody was told that this doesn't pollute, that was a lie. And, and it's still oh, yeah. a lie when it's a sin of omission, because you're not talking about the process in which it would take to turn the raw materials into a viable electric car with working batteries and all of that. They lied from the get-go. And I've always told you, I go, if something's a good idea, you don't have to lie. Mm -hmm. That's a good idea. And I'm not against uh, electric vehicles per se, but a mandate forcing people to do that, especially when you know two things. We don't have the infrastructure to support the charging of all these vehicles, and China controls 90% of the industry, actually, like, really... 100% of some aspects of the battery manufacturing process. You heard me 100%. Now, we're working on changing that capacity manufacturing-wise here, but it's going to take some time to ramp up and money. And then still, we'll only have a percentage of the market. Yeah. Um, There's been some pressure from automakers and labor unions. That's one of the reasons why he might be backing off some of this stuff. Instead of essentially requiring automakers to rapidly ramp up sales of electric vehicles over the next few years, the administration would give car manufacturers more time. Uh, But a sharp increase in sales wouldn't be required until after 2030, but then it would be. So, you know, there's still a force, a government force, forcing the market down our throats. And if you don't like it, tough. And here's how the, here's what they'll do, and they're already doing it. You see, they make the tailpipe emissions, they, they make those so tough and stringent, uh, if you could even legally, you know, produce or own one of these cars, yeah. it would perform slightly better than your average golf cart. Mm. Which, if you want a golf cart for the reasons most people do, that's just fine. Yeah. But if you want to travel on an interstate highway for certain distances and with a certain level of safety, may not be all that. So I just, Biden backing off of it. It's good. Timed. Of course. For the election. Yeah. Yeah. Monday's broadcast, CNN. Senator Joe Manchin was on. Host Caitlin Collins asked, uh, you also said that, in a president, you're looking for someone 
who has the knowledge, has the function, and has the ability to bring this country together. Is Joe Biden that candidate? Hmm. Joe Manchin said, well, that's the Joe Biden I used to know. I've had this conversation with him and with his people uh, that he's gone too far to the left. They've pushed him and pulled him and whatever. But that's not where America is. That's not where our country is. So I'm hoping that Joe Biden, what we saw in 2020, will be that Joe Biden we see in 2024, if that can be done. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know that you can unwind that. That's a lot to unwind and step back. It really is. And already there there are factions in the Democrat Party that he hasn't done enough for climate change, that he hasn't mm-hmm. done enough for the squad. You know, he's he's too uh, nice to Israel. Yeah. So they right. hate him for that. And now that he's backing off on the EV car mandate, you know, the climate change folks are going to go crazy. So, yeah, I, I, I don't see him. I don't see him coming back from the left. Rarely do you really see that. See, Manchin never took, you know, he didn't he didn't fall for all that. And that's why the people in West Virginia continued to vote for him. But then he finally had to really basically give up on his party. And uh, he went on and said, I'm not endorsing anybody right now. We're going to see uh, what all happens. We've still got plenty of time here. I'm going to do everything uh, I can to help move them back to the middle and show them where the strength of this country lies, where the voting block of the country lies. Yeah, back to the middle. Mm. And who determines what the middle is? Because I can tell you that that, that gauge yeah. has changed oh, very much over the years. Moved a lot. Yeah. It's 845. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It is a Trash Talking Tuesday, thanks to Florence Recycling. And there's plenty more to talk about. Nine o'clock stretch is coming up. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Mark Levin. Our border is wide open because Biden wants to change the country. Six weeknights. Well, how do you fix that? Make it less white, less Christian. On 97.3 The Sky. So the Democrats have unbelievable levels of influence that they wield in the judicial world, like we've seen in New York, with uh, Trump having to pay over $350 million in a case that doesn't have an injured party. It is, it's ludicrous. It's crazy. But that's what's happening and in Atlanta going after Trump there. And uh, that girl, Fannie Willis, she's, uh, well, she deserves all the problems she brought upon herself. Oh, I'm sorry. Goodness, but yes. yeah. And again, it's, politi- it's all politically motivated. And in the meantime, the rule of law is flouted by illegals and punks and thugs and shoplifters and everything else. And there's no real sentencing for a lot of those peoples in in, in many jurisdictions. Mm-hmm. Now, and then listen to this, okay? The White House is reportedly extremely upset with the New York Times. What did they do that was so heinous? Did they talk about the uh, illegal immigrants and how Joe Biden was behind it all with executive orders, first day in office? No. No, they're mad because the New York Times published stories that had to do with 
Joe Biden's age. Were they fake stories or inaccurate stories? No. Oh. So they don't want the truth. They don't want anybody talking mm. about his age. Okay. So they want to try to elicit some level of control, which hmm. kind of goes against that whole free speech thing. Yeah. yeah if people are that. still familiar with that as it constantly is being eroded, but it, it's, yeah. it used to be a real thing. Speaking with Reuters Institute for the Study of Journalism, New York Times publisher uh, A.G. Salzberger said the White House told him that the administration is extremely upset about its coverage of Biden's age. Salzberger, however, emphasized that the outlet will continue to report fairly on both presidential candidates. For him to bring that up and admit that, that's huge. That's pretty big in itself. And then for them to try to have that kind of sway, I guess we're not really surprised by it. But it is pretty audacious. It is pretty yeah. gutsy. Well, doesn't it sound almost a little shocking to actually hear it, even though we know it happens. We've seen it happen. But the fact that the White House is going to a major publisher and saying, we really don't want you to do this. I mean, talk about meddling. I mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, look, think about if you're, you know, one of the White House staffers and whatever. Right. You've had your way <laughs> yeah. with the media. You've you've manhandled the uh, the media in most cases. Mm-hmm. Especially, you know, the CNNs, MSNBCs of the world and most of your, your network stuff. Yeah, well, they've been in your pocket, so. Yeah, so yeah. they, you know, but once you go against them, they're like, mm. like, how dare you? Yeah. But Salzberger said, we're going to continue to report fully and fairly, not just on Donald Trump, but also on President Biden. Referring to Biden, he said, quote, he is historically unpopular. He's a historically unpopular incumbent. It's true. I mean, you look Mm -hmm. at all the polls, the favorability, all that stuff. He is not doing well. And he adds to it, the oldest man to ever hold this office. We've reported on both of those realities extensively. And the White House has been very upset about it. Hmm. Salzberger, however, clarified that the Times does not regard Biden's age with the same level of caution as former President Trump's five court cases. Really? (laughs) Uh, We're not saying that this is the same as Trump's five court cases uh, or that they are even. They are different, but they are both true. Hmm. Uh, Okay, here we go. Yeah, I mean, they're true. Yeah, yes, it's true. There are court cases against him. Sure. But are they really based in sound law and principles? Or are they on a political witch hunt doing everything they can to destroy their number one political enemy? That's clearly what they're doing. Would anybody think that it would be a coincidence, the word that you don't believe in, that this many cases would come at this point in time? leading into an election and seriously believe that it's not all part of agenda, knowing that at least in three of the cases, they met with the, again, meeting with the White House ahead of time. Yeah, the, and the thing is, if you just just look at the recent case in New York, you have an attorney general that ran on the premise she was going to get Trump. Yeah. And they found this archaic law that they've never, in the history of New York courts ever, prosecuted anybody under this law because it doesn't have an injured party as part of the statute. And I think that's why most 
never move forward on it. And the Trump overvaluating their their properties or whatever. Again, there's no injured party. There's no banks that haven't been paid or are upset. There's no taxpayers that have been uh, upset. Mm. The only people that are upset are Democrats in power. Yeah. And they're upset because Trump is winning. And he's going to drain the swamp. And they're running scared. And they're desperate. And that is something to be concerned about. 8.56 on the Bob Rose Show. 9 o'clock stretch is coming up right around the corner. More headlines and uh, things that make you smile within that hour as well. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky. What do you want to start with? It's a mess. A mess. Trash talking Tuesday. Dirty mud. Getting dragged to the mud. Brought to you by Florence Recycling. It's time to clean it up. Satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back. This, this is Trash Talking Tuesday. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Good morning. Let's make it an awesome morning. Yeah. Turn to the person next to you and go, hi there. Hi See? there. Isn't that nice? Yeah. Let's feel better. Oh, yeah. Every little thing we can do to contribute. By the way, my PSA today is get your uh, skin checked because I'm getting my skin checked. Everybody should. Um, seriously, skin cancers, Florida, come on, man. Yep. Use your head. And I know you hear it and tell people, go, yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree. And then they don't do it. Do well, there's, it. There's that. Do it, do it, do it. Uh, it is 9.08. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Your time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. One of your top stories is that ruling in New York against Trump that'll cost him, well, at least $350 million, at least for the short term. He's got to put all that money out, including um, penalties and such, until he can get a, a court of appeals to take it up. Wow. Yeah, he's got to give. He's got to give it up. He's going to have to liquidate to some extent. I, I don't get this. You're having to pay your penalty while you're in the appeal process. So, are they going to give it back if he wins the appeal? How does yes. that? Work? I mean, but that's just a weird scenario. That's like putting you in jail, in prison for life while you're appealing. Well, no, they do that. I mean, I guess they do because you're going to go kill somebody. Yeah, they else. do. But it's like. I don't get it on the financial side. In this case, because it's civil, a civil trial, you know, you would think, okay, well, maybe you'd have to show that you have certain assets in case, you know, it's, but they're saying, look, this is binding already. Right. It's up to you to try to get out of it at this point. Well, it was binding from the day before he went to court. I mean, it was pretty much a done deal. Exactly. It was just the judge figuring out how much he was going to try to go after him for and it, it was Pete that called earlier, and it's been said a few times that, yeah, there is uh, an amendment in the Constitution contained therein uh, that talks about excessive fines. Uh, that yeah. they, they shall not be, um, you know, levied on people. Excessive fine. If, if $350 million is not an excessive fine, for remember, a victimless, I don't even know if you can call it a crime. No, not really. I just... There's really not a crime or a victim here, except for Donald Trump. 
it would be like somebody fires you from a job because they found on your resume you were wrong on two of your dates of employment by 35 or 40 days. And on the front of your resume, you said, I'm not really sure on these dates. Yeah, to perhaps the best of my can, recollection. Perhaps you can confirm them. Like, you know, yeah. just like the people that actually work for a bank would, before, you know, underwriting, Yeah, there's underwriters, yes. and they have to uh, assess risk. Okay, is this guy good for it? Uh, are these properties real? If so, what are they worth approximately? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it says right on there, do, you're, we know you're going to do your due diligence. It, it is totally politically motivated. And anybody who will will not admit to that, that has any understanding of the law at all, right. they're, 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 they have to be lying. They're lying or, I don't know, the depth of the brainwashing. It's, it's just crazy. Um, and Nikki Haley was asked, hey, uh, are you going to support Trump if he wins the uh, the GOP presidential nomination? Now, didn't she already agree to that? During the debates. Yeah, if you're going to be on did, the right? debate, yeah. you, you had to agree that you would support ultimately the uh-huh. GOP candidate. But then she's being asked. Uh, who was it? Uh, was it ABC? New, yeah, ABC's This Week. Wow. And um, she's on with Jonathan Carl. He says, but since you made the pledge to, to back Trump, you know, he has encouraged Russia, said he would encourage Russia to do whatever the hell it wants with with a NATO ally. You have called him diminished, unhinged, unfit for office. Are you still making uh, the pledge that you would actually support after all that? Donald Trump for president of the United States if he beats you for the Republican nomination. Be- before I give you her answer, I have to tell you that This is another thing where the left has taken out of context the meaning behind what Trump said. What he was trying to encourage was that NATO countries do their fair share of making sure they have a ready military and it requires 2% of their GDP to be spent in that way. Now, he said that when he was president and he got many of them to move in that direction. He sees it happening again, and he wants to let them know that, hey, if Russia, you know, they can do whatever they want. Don't come calling us, because you're not abiding by the terms of the agreement. Right? It would just be like a businessman. Well, you're in breach of contract. You have not followed the terms, and now you want our help. But you haven't done what's required of you. And you had every opportunity to do so. So they're taking this out of context to make it seem like, oh, it's really scary. He's asking Russia to invade a NATO country. Nothing could be further from the truth. And everybody knows it. But the left will push this anyway. And then Haley said, I'm running against him because I don't think he should be the right. She hesitated. I don't think he's the right person at the right time. I don't think he should be president. And she basically kind of wormed her way out of it. You know, Uh, does that mean you will not support him if he's a Republican nominee? This is after, you know, she goes on and on. Mm-hmm. Um, Haley says, that means I'm going to run and I'm going to win. And y'all can talk about support later. Right now, you wow. can ask him if he's going to support me when I'm the nominee. So she didn't answer the question. No. No. 
And I, you know, I, I don't. I mean, she she should have said yes. I made that agreement mm-hmm. that if Trump's the candidate, I'm going to support him. Right. Well, what about the statement he made where he's basically? Then she could have addressed that. And she said, "Look, they haven't been. Some of those NATO countries have fallen behind. What supposedly were some of the benchmarks for them to be part of NATO? If you want to be part of NATO, certain requirements are going to be asked of you, and that is military re- readiness to the tune of two percent of your GDP." So if they're not following through with that, yeah, he's kind of giving them sort of a backhanded warning mm-hmm. because he wants them to abide by it. He wants them to abide by it. So she could have killed two birds with one stone, but instead she fell a little bit into that lefty trap where they yeah, get away with a mistruth. Mm-hmm. And, then you're, and then it hurts you, too, because you didn't give a solid answer. Davis Gainesville Chevrolet Skylines and Nostradamus are on the air. Hey, Bob. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you about Haley. She's something else, but uh, the misandrist that she is. But, uh, you know, you were talking about Trump and what they did to him on his real estate and stuff. And if you think about it, th- these financial institutions are not just going to hand out money. When I, when I got my – I had to get my house appraised three times before I could get a loan from a financial institution. I got, finally got my mortgage through when I – had to refinance when I got divorced. But, and, you know, they didn't take my word for how much my property was worth. They're trying to tell everybody that, that Trump's just telling people how much his property's worth. No, that isn't how financial institutions work. They're trying to say that Marago is only worth 20-some million dollars. Look at that place. There are, there are smaller mansions on the beach down there that are worth a lot more than that. And they're trying to say that Marago is only worth that. They're, it's a big scam. Everybody knows it. People are tr- finally waking up. And, and what they're doing to Trump, they're going to do to everybody else down the line if they keep getting their way. Yeah, they can. If you offer resistance to the lefty way, if you get in their way, the same thing could happen to you. Yeah, there's no doubt. And if it goes any further, Trump might be the first American political prisoner. Hmm. Well, I take that back. Except for the January 6th political prisoners that are already in jail. Well, there's this yeah. little thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You're going to be really happy your kids don't go to the next school I'm going to talk about. Coming up on News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Sean Hannity Show. There are really two issues that every Republican can unite on. Afternoons at three. The border and stopping the deficit of the federal government. It's unsustainable. On News Talk 97.3, The Sky. If you're alive to hear this message, appreciate it. Attitude of gratitude. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Make the best of it. Good Lord gives us a fresh start every morning. What if you're not alive to hear this message? Then rest in peace. Oh, God. <laughs> Disregard. <laughs> Disregard message. I wonder what your answer was going to be. I just had to know. <laughs> Where the answer is, oh, yes! Oh, by the way. Uh, yes. It's 922. Wow. Your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers. Where the answer is always, yes! There you go. You've heard that before, haven't I, you? I think maybe once or twice over the last few years. Okay, so be happy your kids don't go to this school. Yeah. That story coming up. But first, who hasn't wanted to take one of those Amazon delivery trucks for a ride? Who hasn't thought about it? 
We all have. Well, judging by how many I see that are banged up, apparently a lot of folks have taken them for a while. Uh, yeah, well, you've seen it. I've seen the drivers in action. Uh, um, yeah. Apparently, a guy in Ormond Beach, he uh, he did more than think about taking one. He he grabbed it. Thirty-five-year-old no. Matthew Darwin Hoteling. Darwin, his middle name. Hmm. Think about that. Yeah. But yet not fully developed. No, apparently not. <laughs> because he took broad daylight about 1 o'clock in the afternoon. Driver was delivering packages. He grabs it, speeds away. But the vehicle's got GPS. Huh. He was he was traveling at speeds close to 70 miles an hour. That, I would say, has got to be the max on a lot of those vehicles. And they're really, they're they're kind of large. They're not easiest to hide if you're running away with one at high speeds exactly but he was familiar maybe with the idea of delivering because when they did bust him yeah uh they busted him for grand theft but also trafficking in methamphetamine and possession of marijuana now now what's interesting is they've got video inside the van allegedly showing him nodding off and then he finally stopped at a gas station about 20 miles away that's when they grabbed him but i'm thinking what kind of meth are you selling where you nod off in the middle of a grand theft attempt? <laughs> oh, bad stuff. Bad stuff. I mean, if that doesn't get your heart racing anymore, yeah. you really need to find something else to do with your free time. Just saying. Not, not judging. <laughs> Just saying. Listen to this school in Massachusetts. Oh, my gosh. This is south of Boston, Brockton High School. You probably heard of Brockton, Mass. I think... That's like, if you survive that town, you usually become like a champion boxer. That's how tough it is. And I didn't know the school is huge. 4,300 students. That's a big high school. That's going to be hard to manage, I would think. Well, listen to this. Things have gotten so bad there that the folks in charge of the school have written a letter asking the governor to send in the National Guard. Yeah. Located about 20 miles south of downtown Boston, Brockton High School, largest school in the state, 4,300 students. Teachers have been complaining for months. The mass of students has descended into an unruly mob that roves the halls during class time, comes and goes from school grounds as it pleases, and engages in vicious brawls daily. Not only that, one teacher said they're having sex and doing drugs and cutting class in empty classrooms. Wow. Yeah. Um, one, one of the teachers tried to break up a fight. He broke his arm. Whoa. We're on chaos. Uh, we're in chaos. We need help. And um, the school secretary, she got trampled by a mob of students racing down a hallway. Oh, my goodness. Not to escape a fire, but to catch a glimpse of a fight. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Great school. And just a week before the meeting, a student was sent to the hospital by ambulance after a fight. It was a brutal assault. It's just a matter of time that somebody's going to die well, yeah. in one of our hallways. Man. Yeah. And the faculty fears extend beyond their students. Many expect it's only a matter of time before they're pulled into the line of fire. Um, some already have. Hmm. And the problem has become so desperate for teachers, they've been calling in sick for fears of being attacked at school. 
That's just sad. Mayor Sullivan of Brockton sent the request to the Massachusetts governor, Maura Healy, on Saturday, who was authorized to deploy the National Guard, but noted that he did not support the measure. Governor Healy's office did not respond to requests for comment at the time of publication. But it really sounds Hmm. like it is literally a mob scene. Yeah. And then not too far north... In Boston, about 20 miles away, actually a neighborhood called Roxbury, that's a predominantly black neighborhood. Guess what good things are going on there? The people there are furious because the city shut down the local community center, you know, where kids go to not get in trouble, Mm -hmm. where they go to, like, practice sports or get together for meetings, Little League, volleyball, other sports and community events. Nope, they can't use it anymore because all that space has been dedicated to rows of cots for illegal border crossers. Wow. Yeah. What a mess. Yep. And the people in the neighborhood are very upset. Wait till they find out that any of these migrants are going to end up taking some of their jobs. That's going to go over well. Yes. And it's nothing that is a surprise. We we knew all this was going to happen. So did they. Oh, my goodness. We've got uh, better thoughts, more positive stuff coming up with things that make you smile. That's about 15 minutes away. We've got more headlines. Catch up on anything that you may have missed. We'll do all that next on The Bob Rose Show. Along with Greg Cassidy, live and local, you're listening to 97.3 The Sky. Here's what's trending on the sky. 86% of Americans feel Biden is too old. It's amazing how much he's deteriorating. The news that's trending. Full-blown offensive against Joe Biden. The news that's now. The special counsel's report tries to let Biden off by claiming that he is too mentally incompetent. The news station. I know it don't look like it, but I've been around a while. I do remember that. Now, more news. Updates every half hour. Breaking news at once on News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Tuesday. What's going on with America? Because everyone knows it's ridiculous. You got game? game? It's a mess. Here we go. What do you want to start with? Brought to you by Florence Recycling. It's time to clean it up. Satisfaction guaranteed or double your trash back. This is Trash Talking Tuesday. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Can you believe it is 936 already and still it's cold out? Yeah, it is. What's up with that? I know. Uh, welcome, my friends. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. It's a Trash Talking Tuesday, thanks to Florence Recycling. And one of the top stories is this ruling against Donald Trump in the New York court. It is going to have far-reaching consequences in the city. You've got, you know, the guy from Shark Tank, Kevin O'Leary, already saying, I would never invest in loser, uh, you know, New York. And... There's going to be a lot of people that are going to question that, especially if you're, you know, right of center, conservative at all. The Democrats rule the judicial system. What are you going to do if they decide they don't like you? They can hurt you deeply. And that's the case in what they've done to Donald Trump. What else is going on? New York's migrant giveaway and Mayor Adams and his role in that. Um, You know, it came out that they were going to spend as much as $53 million giving money away in prepaid cash to migrants. 
when somebody took a really good closer look at the actual contract with the contractor that, by the way, it was a no-bid contract, nobody bid, and taking care of food services and debit card programs and all that, the program actually calls for the company to get paid up to $53 million, not including the cost of the food or the debit card. So it's not a $53 million program. Correct. That's just the fee for doing the work. That's that's the understanding wow. of this author in wow. the New York Post, uh, Nicole Galinas, and she sounds like a pretty uh, bright individual, and she has a background. She is a contributing editor to the Manhattan Institute's City Journal, and she says the contract documents, it, it's, it's all facts. That's... What they've signed on to, the city has given itself the full contractual and technical authority under a supposed emergency to disperse billions of dollars in cash to unidentifiable people who otherwise are not eligible to access the American financial system. Did you say billions? Yes. Potentially, potentially, if you do the math on this and the amount of cards that they can, you know, constantly put more money on. It could end up being up to $2.4 billion. Where are they coming up with this kind of money? I mean, seriously. That's a, again, that's another great question. Um, Oh, man. Yeah. So that's another unbelievable thing. We could keep going down that path. We've covered so many of the immigration related stories. That is just one of them. On a lighter note, Sylvester Stallone. Hired some Navy SEALs to teach his daughter self-defense before they moved to New York City. Good plan. Yeah. Wow. Um, Boy, Rambo has to call in the Navy SEALs. Something's up. Well, look, he's done plenty of training. He's had these kinds of people around him before, I'm sure, uh, to give him, um, you know, like as a aid to a director, technical assistance, I think is what they call it. So he's got some Navy SEALs uh, he brought in to teach the girls about self-defense wow. and um sis uh 16 25 sophia 27 moved to the big city in 2023 but first uh dad had them put through some training apparently it's like they did like six hours out in the woods wow serious yeah. stuff yeah but i mean well new york is a jungle welcome to the jungle the same sophia said i got our butts whooped by these guys. They're the real deal. And I'm not surprised my dad put us through something like this because our entire life we grew up with him doing these sorts of military-esque self-defense trainings. Um, look, this is not a bad idea for everybody to mm-hmm. have some kind of basic type training at the very least. And also, though, you have to follow up with at least occasional sharpening of the skills because there are a lot of great people that will teach you you know a few easy to follow kinds of self-defense moves that aren't going to be effective 100 percent of the time but certainly it'll give you a set of skills you don't currently possess but you do have to you know practice them Mm -hmm. over time to be effective and the one thing that is difficult to instill in people and it takes a much longer time to do it is you know kind of what i would call sort of a warrior spirit or maybe warrior awareness. Yes. 
And that's probably a lot of what Stallone and these guys were teaching their daughters is that um, the best way to avoid danger is to avoid danger. Yes. And it's it's easier to avoid that if your head is on a swivel, if you're really paying attention to the things going on around you, and you can't do that if your head is buried in your phone Mm -hmm. and things like that. So that's that's part of it. And if somebody listening is going, come on, Bob, this, this... That's New York City. Uh, You might be forgetting that if you live in Gainesville, you are in the third most uh, violent city in the state of Florida. Just a reminder for you. Well, and you've got more and more uh, migrants flooding into areas. And um, let's just be honest. A lot of them aren't necessarily going to be law-abiding. No. And and it might not be, you know, politically correct to say that, but let's not be naive either. Let's not be stupid. So, yeah, you have to um, try to, de- you know, defend yourself when necessary, but avoid. Avoid is mm-hmm. one of the big things um, because you don't want to get into a confrontation with somebody who has, in many cases, really nothing to lose. When they have nothing to lose, that's well, that's a dangerous adversary. And some of the people on the street, again, let's, let's look at Gainesville in particular because it's worse than, let's say, Ocala. I was driving down Newberry near I-75, and the guy there on the median doing his thing with his sign, I don't know who he's having a very verbal conversation with, but he wasn't on the phone. Uh, There's a lot of mental illness on the street, and they are a violent threat to you. Can be. Yeah, can be. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, that's a whole other issue. It's just good to have a, a thought process, a kind of mindset if you will when mm-hmm. you go out and about yeah. in the world have well, a plan. E- even in your own home have a plan there's yep. there's so many great people that will help you with your skill sets in all of those areas oh, yeah. whether it is dealing with firearms or not whether it's dealing with just hand-to-hand type scenarios there's a lot there's a lot of good people out there so and if you don't if you don't like the person uh, that's teaching you or how they're coming off or you get a bad vibe find someone else because there's a lot of them. All right. What else we got going on? Let's kind of go through some of the headlines, because I promised you I'd catch you up. Um, locally, a big deal happening today is a meeting at the McPherson Auditorium, and that's a public hearing at 2 p.m. today dealing with the expansion of Jumbo Lair. That's 2 p.m. today, McPherson Center. All right. Um, also, um, <clears throat> Biden is pumping the brakes, so to speak, on these EV mandates. And wouldn't you know it, just just in time for the election. Coincidence, I'm sure, Bob. Real quick. Oh. D- Davis, Gainesville, Chevrolet, Skylines, and Peasant with a Pitchfork, you're on the air. Yeah, good morning, Bob. I heard you talking about uh, Sylvester Stallone sending his daughters for self-defense. And I uh, heard Glenn, Glenn Beck the other day had a, a sheriff on, and a bu- apparently a bunch of sheriffs were sent over to Israel. To learn, to learn how to teach the people here, their constituents, how to defend themselves. And he said that over there in Israel, they told him to, to, to learn how to run and hide, and as a last resort, to, to fight back. And it, I don't know why they would send their people to Israel to learn how to self-defense, because, and then he even said, the sheriff said that over in Israel, they, they don't even let their people have guns. Only, only specific the military. He said the military and police only, and a few other.
other people, select people, can get weapons. So I don't know why our sheriffs would have gone over there for self-defense, and we saw what happened on October 7th. They didn't do so well. So I would think they could have maybe the Navy SEALs, instead of going all the way over to Israel and, and uh, learning self-defense, we saw they failed miserably on October 7th. Well, yeah, okay. First of all, <laughs> there's a lot going on there. I'll try to do it as quick as I can. That area, that kind of village that they overran, those are the so-called kind of hippies. Yeah. I'm losing these quickly and easily so everybody can digest. Yes. These are kind of the hippies. They're the ones that actually got along, theoretically, with the Palestinians. So they they weren't afraid. Now, they should have been, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And should have been trained and should have been able to defend their family. And they weren't, and that's why uh, it was such a slaughter. But I think the martial art that they're probably learning is uh, Krav Maga. And I think that's how most people say it. But, um, you know, this combination like Aikido, Judo, Karate, Boxing, Wrestling, very uh, kind of a straightforward. Um, but it, I'm not saying that it's necessarily superior to anything else. And people's ability to defend themselves, I mean, that's that's on that's on them. I mean, you have to seek that out. But those people in, in Israel... That was a kind of a bad example of their population. Yeah. And, and I don't, I really, I don't mean that in a negative way, just more of a, that was kind of the mindset. It's the kind of the hippies. They're the beatniks. I don't know how yeah, to say they're, it. They're yeah. not thinking about protecting themselves. So yeah. No. Peace and love. Thanks, brother. Yeah. Right back at you. Oh, yeah. All did, right. Did it make you smile? No. Oh. No, because... When you said peace and love, man, that's out of character for you. (laughs) And that tie-dye t-shirt's not helping your cause. Just kidding. I tried. All right, don't go anywhere. Coming up next, and I want your participation. Things that make you smile. Count your blessings. Upbeat, positive thoughts. Non-political. You can do it. Brought to you by the best dentist in the world, Robin Larson Dental. 877-975-9825. Call now for things that make you smile. isn't causing chaos. Our enemies are causing chaos. Weeknights at 6. They're the ones indicting him. They're the ones filing endless motions. They're the ones getting these outrageous decisions. 97.3 The Sky. Another day in paradise. Chilly paradise, but still. 9.52 right now on the Bob Rose Show, along with Greg Cassidy. Time for things that make you smile. Upbeat positive thoughts. Brought to you by Robin Larson Dental. 877-975-9825. And good morning, Greg. What's uh, making you smile? Oh, what's making me smile this morning is the people out in Newberry. Uh, city of Newberry is uh, taking control of their schools and going to turn them into charter schools, and it's going to be uh, so much better than the Alachua County schools. Well, we are going to we're going to try to get uh, maybe some folks on to speak about the mechanism for that and how that is, is supposed to take place because it's very interesting. Obviously, yep. let's go to uh, Mark. Hey, what's making you smile? Hey, good morning, Bob and Greg. Uh, what's making me smile is that. Um, in a reference to Pink Floyd, on April 8th, 2024, the total eclipse of the sun occurs where it sets down in San Antonio, and then the 
uh, path of um, totality runs all the way up to Toronto, Canada. So that's Monday, April 8th, total eclipse of the sun, and your, your, your earliest point to get there is probably in the Oklahoma area, eastern Oklahoma. Okay. I'll keep that in mind because uh, most people are going to be busy that weekend. With the Bob Rose Golf Scramble. What a coincidence. That's April the 5th. What do you know? Golf one last time before a total eclipse of the sun wipes out humanity. That's how I'm promoting it. Or total eclipse of the heart. You think that'll, you think that'll yeah, sell? That's a selling point. Uh, there are a couple of rare openings still in the uh, in the golf tournament itself. I think they've got room for one or two foursomes. Please go to arcalachua.org. That's A-R-C, Arc. Alachua.org for more information. Also, Mark Johnson is also looking for volunteers. You can call 352-246-3516. That's Mark Johnson. Ask for him. Tell me you want to volunteer. Uh, the tea time for that event is 1230 on Friday, April 5th. Thanks for your continued support. Thanks to uh, Infotech and Southeast Car Agency also, uh, two of the main sponsors. And we, uh, we appreciate that. All right. Coming up next... It's the Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. Misinformation. Whether it's from the mainstream media or your brother-in-law's Facebook posts, you need the sky to cut through the static of election 2024. Every move. You need leadership, and this country does not have leadership. Every candidate. We defeated a dozen of the fellas. I just got one more fella I got to catch up to. I'm an elderly man, and I know what the hell I'm doing. Your election headquarters. If we don't win, I think our country is finished. News Talk 97.3. The Sky. Time now for the Smoking Gun, brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. Teenage car wash employee in Indiana was getting all kinds of attention for taking action during an encounter with a rude customer. 18-year-old Anna Hariki was simply performing her duties at work with a powerful water hose when the incident happened February 3rd, according to the New York Post. Video clip shows her spraying a white car with a hose as it moves slowly through the car wash. She hoses down the back door while the driver's side window opens and the driver throws a cup full of lemonade at her. Well, she was quick on her feet and turns that power hose on the customer and sprayed water all into the open window for a few (laughs) seconds. And management backed her up. So, a quick water wand was the smoking gun. And that is your smoking gun brought to you by Lawful Defense and Shoot GTR. On behalf of Greg, I'm Bob. Have a good one. See you. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? 
Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.